Well, good uh, day to you, I suppose. <laughs> it always starts like this. Anyhow, big change is coming up um, on the podcast. The first big change, of course, is my posture. Hey, I realized I was... I have this problem of hunching over, like, ugh, like, like as though I'm sort of like, you know, um, what's the right analogy for hunching over? Anyway, for those of you watching, hey, see the posture? It was earlier like this, but I'm, but the problem, the reason also why I kind of go in uh, close is also looks good, right? For you guys who are watching the thing, like, my God, this guy's really into his podcast. Uh, this would be like, oh, fuck, he doesn't really care. And also mainly from sound, um, a point of view or a point of um, distance. It's better at this particular range, and I hope um, it's audible. Um, yeah, not the platform, just the voice. Yeah, I think posture is a good thing. A lot of things um, that involve change come with a lot of um, baggage, which um, people sort of associate with it, which come with a lot of um, advice, which come with a lot of opinions and a lot of resistance. And uh, mind over matter, that's something you hear all the time when you're trying to do something in your life, like change. They're like, no, 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 change not that difficult. It's all in the mind. And they say things like, oh, you know, uh, willpower is associated also with the mind when they use it loosely. It's all willpower. It's all in the mind. Or they say things like, you can do it if you put your mind into it or if you put your ass into it, which is also how... The hip hop slash rap culture has perceived the mind, which is mind equates ass. Or if the British were here, which they're not, would say ass. But um, I, I don't know what's the difference between is the spelling of ass a r s e. That's arsed, as the Irish would be like. Oh, I, I can't be arsed, mate. I can't be fucking arsed. Um, the Americans say ass like goddamn ass, a bitch faced ass. Like well, that's weird. Anyhow, so mind over matter and put your mind into it. You can put your ass into it. You can put your willpower into it. Whatever it may be, uh, we use the mind in conversation a lot. Um, you know, it's all um, it, it, it's, it's all relevant when it comes to uh, what one's mind can do. We hear these things, right? At the same time, on the other end of the spectrum, you hear things like the mind is a construct which just imposes what it perceives from the world onto your consciousness and as a result, creates a filter that is not always necessarily healthy and which in many cases prolongs the ego and also contributes to further suffering. Now, if you recognize any of these words I've just said, you probably are reading Eckhart Tolle's book, um, New Earth, which Oprah loved and she's endorsed it in her podcast and as a result. But anyway, I, I like... Um, I listened to Eckhart Tolle for the first time in 2017 when I first started my fucking panic attack and uh, someone said read the power of now and I like the idea of being in the, the now and in the know as well that's also important yeah that's like what happened what happened what Sheila she, she was fucking in the know but the power of no and power of the now and his new book it's uh, I think it's interesting I think I, I, the more ideas out there are great I think uh, in this sort of world when people experienced it I think experiential teachings versus just academics or experts. I think those they need a balance because you can't have just some guy or girl or some person saying, you know, I slept one day on a rock and when I woke up, I saw God. And that's great if you have seen God or you saw another way of living or another way of expressing your consciousness or this life. Great. And it's for you, the listener or the reader, to sort of use your discretion and say, does I does do I apply this to me? Because Many things we do are set in stone, whether it's medicine, whether it's academics. No, no, no. If the doctors say no, that means it doesn't exist. 
I think there's a lot more gray required. It's too much black and white, whether it's straight or gay or black or white, uh, whatever it may be. I think gray is important. And that leads me to the book that Eckhart Tolle has put out there. I listened to the audio one, haven't finished it yet. But I think it's nice listening. It's not um, pitching you against a group of persons or people. It's not sort of making you hate a certain concept. It's just sort of giving you more material to look at yourself with, which I think is a great fucking way of looking at yourself. When I think... Um, you know, each person has their own threshold, each person has their own sort of place where they are when it comes to looking at themselves. And I think uh, along, you know, each person's journey, there are certain texts, literature, whatever, maybe uh, Freud, it may be, it may be other things uh, that you have come across, maybe the Bhagavad Gita, maybe the Bible, maybe the Quran, which help you. Um, and you kind of look at it in different ways, which I think also is beautiful, looking at the same text in different paths and in uh, different parts of your life, like when you are a 30, maybe a 31, maybe in 31 and a half, who knows the timeline that you are following or how you're able to process information. But I think that's the beauty of some really fantastic texts is that every time you go back to them or art or music or movies, whatever it may be, you go back to them when you are in a different state of mind, uh, mind, uh, perspective, whatever you want to call it. Um, and you kind of receive it differently and you kind of read it and different parts highlight to you or different parts appear more interesting or more relevant or more appropriate to your situation, which I think is great. That's a great sign of a, of, of a good piece of work. So this mind thing, uh, if you look at uh, Eckhart Tolle's version of things, it's about the ego, the ego being a point of resistance to anyone's true uh, way of experiencing life and the world and uh, this particular um, experience that the consciousness is sort of be uh, living through or through uh, experiencing yeah too many words over there so i kind of got confused and just ended up saying the same thing three times but my point is but my point is the ego is such a big thing and we use it very loosely oh he's a fucking ego bastard yeah but if you actually listen uh to what he says i think it's important because and it's confusing because one side we have this entire sort of school of thought that says the mind, the willpower, the way to use your mind and intelligence and it's so loosely used and interchanged. And then the other side saying that the mind is just a construct um, of the ego or rather the brain is a physical organ. But then there's a certain thing that happens, which I'm not really an expert on, but we have as a result of our intelligence, are able to create this story, create this perception, create this filter to look at the world through. Now, the body is fixed in the sense it is real or it's whatever, real as real as we know it to be real. The brain is real, but the mind is this thing which sometimes makes life miserable. And I don't understand how, um, you know, it's such an ongoing and long story of the mind and ego and how that particular way of looking at things when it comes to the identity of me causes so much suffering, right? When you either put down someone or you are put down by someone or you hate someone or you are hate yourself for all these things that the, the construct is making you believe. And that when I say that is the mind. And then the same thing when you are uh, trying to un unravel this mystery of what the mind is doing to you, the next thing you know, someone said, but dude, it's mind over matter. Like, fucking ape. Can, can there be a couple of things which are clear? <laughs> but clearly not. So I just wanted to talk about that because, um, I, you know, I think it's an amazing journey. I think just, you know, you might not uh, arrive at any answers or conclusive sort of points that help you in the right direction. But I think um, maybe all of this is the journey of life where you kind of ask yourself these questions. You kind of go back 
And look at how you arrived at those answers. Or maybe you say, okay, I'm going to pose this question in a different way. I'm going to take up another practice. But one thing I will tell you is that when when you sort of stop, and I spoke about perception on another episode, I think, I, I hope, when you stop sort of letting other people affect you and put, put their kind of greed and anger and their insecurities on you, um, which the world is full of, by the way, and um, you kind of just say, you know what, it's hard, but if you can get there and do it, just say, you know what, it's all an illusion of what the mind has created. And if I live through my true consciousness, which a lot of therapists, psychiatrists, psychologists call the true self, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, is you are not bound by any of this. You're not bound by attachment. You're not bound by mine, yours, theirs, ours, she, the, them, whatever. This identity, which is sort of gripping the world into gripping the world and also breaking the world into so many factions, uh, sub-factions, groups that aren't really sort of living. I just read this fucking uh, thing. Uh, it's a fucking thing. Yeah, because apparently some, some chicks in New York from Texas, chicks from Texas went for dinner to some place in New York and the hostess asked for a certificate uh, of vaccination. So the three ladies um, who pre- presented their certificates were allowed in, but then three guy friends came to join them and out of the three guys, only one had one and the next thing you know, apparently there was some back and forth and there was a brawl at this really famous New York restaurant. The girl who got beaten up, the hostess was white. The other three women were black and of course that automatically, not about human behavior, not about fucking A guys. Uh, no, it's straight like black and now Black Lives Matter is going to, um, they're going to, hold a protest outside the restaurant and uh, it's so quickly this is what my thing is right it so quickly goes down to that ego thing which i just spoke about or which i i've been sort of reading about it literally if you try to look at that situation without identity without color it's just a basic thing of human being it's it's literally it's literally what gets offended is like oh you mean i'm not good enough to get a vaccine because i'm black like that's where the mind goes immediately as opposed to hey you know I'm not saying that you can't take a vaccine. I don't believe it. I mean, you can't go to the other extreme going, a vaccine is just a creation of the mind. It doesn't matter. I don't believe. I don't exist. Therefore, I am not. And that's a bit too much in reality. But I think uh, having some sense of using this knowledge or using this information or using this thing that people have experienced in their life and as a result are passing it on for the betterment of people around them, I think you should take that and you should use it. You should, I don't think there's a need to either be a spiritual guru or be like an investment banker like whose only just job is to make more money and be more greedy or a politician and a saint. There shouldn't be extremes on either end of the spectrum. I think if you can sort of live your life because I don't think many of us can just drop all this and just go to a forest and meditate because we'd love to but I don't think I don't even think we have the ability uh, or the actual understanding of what that involves. So maybe if we can incorporate small, small bite-sized pieces of this into our lives and be, be, be that much less judgmental, that less angry, that less reactive, I think, you know, at, at the risk of sounding patronizing, I think it just might make for a more chilled out place. I wouldn't say better, I wouldn't say a more um, enlightened way of life, just a more chilled out place. And I think we all need to fucking chill the fuck out a little bit more because it's too much from zero to hundred. Earlier, Bangalore, if uh, someone would cut you off in traffic, yeah, you might get a little bugged, you're like, motherfucker. Uh, we didn't know words like uh, when I was growing up. I mean, we knew words, clearly, sometimes that is not evident on this podcast, but we would have, I think, I remember hearing one girl when I was, I think, nine or whatever. My mom was reversing. We had a Maruti 800. I was in the front seat. My sister's at the back. We had stopped to have a burger uh, or parcel a burger from this 
really, really nice place. I don't know if it's good, but that, back then that's the only thing we knew because we had uh, two, three burger places in Bangalore. One was called Indiana's. The other was called um, Indiana's. So we just thought Indiana, like that, which is actually Indiana's based on the state. I think in America, who knows? So, uh, then there was a place called Mac Fast Food and there was a place called uh, Ice and Spice, which is now called Truffles. Anyway, so we had parked outside St. Patrick's Complex to get the burger, a chicken burger. Uh, it was delicious, I think. And we got the burgers, my, we started reversing and this, these two girls were walking. And I think my mom might have accidentally <laughs> rolled over this girl's foot. I don't think it was an entire roller. It didn't break or anything. And I heard her say, fuck. And I was like, oh, I was like, the bear. Yeah. Oh, that's my dog. She's in the room with me. She has dreams. Shh, Jinku. This is not me ill-treating her. She genuinely has dreams of running away from her. I don't know what upsets her so much in her dreams because she's living the life of a princess and she gets scared with leaves uh, when they come at her. Um, yeah, it's, 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 trust me, she's a truly special dog. But um, the, the need to escalate from being annoyed to going to threaten to hit someone, um, th that time was a lot, the people would forgive, people would just say, you know what, fuck it, let it pass. Or even like if your food was not as hot or if it was not as good, you like, fucking I'll show talk to your manager, bastard, you know what I mean? That kind of escalation was not, uh, children, I'm just talking to the people on this podcast, you don't have to worry. I feel now people are just ready to go stab and slap and, and be like, fucking hey, my, my, my thing in this world, my, my position has been threatened, it's so immediate, right? And that is clearly a problem. Like people, when someone jumps the queue, you're like, excuse me. Like, and even if you think about it, just think about this. Like you're, just picture yourself in a queue at say shopper stop or wherever you shop. And suddenly you just say, oh, and this happens, right? So like that bitch who cut the queue. Like, man, she's just a bitch who cut the queue, right? But now she's that bitch who cut your queue and made your life experience or made your uh, situation more annoying. And you could just, Fuck, fuck them. They're always going to cut cues. They're a bunch of pricks. But you feel it's your right or your duty to correct her. And the next thing you know, you've had a miserable day. She hasn't learned fuck all because she's just a fucking thing. And this is obviously my ego speaking, right? According to Mr. Eckhart Tolle, like I'm projecting my ego on that dumb bitch. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to because you have to live in society. You can't be, yeah, you know. So just think about it. I think people are a lot more ready to get angry, a lot more to get upset about their identity being violated or not respected or not being saluted or celebrated. And uh, when these big gaps and cracks appear, which is so-called in the mind or rather the mind manifesting all these inadequacies, insecurities and all these issues of self-worth, that's when you have two groups of people, I think, who pop up. One are people who exploit, and other people who want to be exploited. Rather, don't know that they are being exploited. So, yeah, that's what I thought I'll talk about on this week. I don't know if I made any sense. It's sort of, as I told you on this podcast, sometimes I share opinions, sometimes I share thoughts about things that upset me. Like, for instance, oh, man, the kind of mindless massacre of those dolphins, um, in, in, in that island, uh, in, in the Pharaoh's, is it Pharaoh's? F-A, yeah, Pharaoh's Island. Just made me very, very upset and actually sad. Like, yeah, you're like, do something about it, bastard. I'm like, yeah, what can I do? 
So I'm trying to reach out to a couple of people who are working um, with this organization that is monitoring illegal fishing and the shark fin trade and are also sort of on ground with this. And I know that's inconsequential compared to the death that these people have created. And it's still they go on. Culture, our, our, and this is the same thing. It ties back to the ego and the mind and this construct of our culture, our tradition, everything. From Diwali, the way they fucking go blow up shit like and just make noise and pollute the place and dirty it up and scare the shit out of beings and even people and just sort of blow up money and uh, do things and then on the other side you have people going and doing this in the name of culture and things so i'm going to talk more about it of course i'd love for you to you know share your thoughts on it and send in an email or you can uh, do what i'm just, sorry i'm a little distracted i don't know what's happening at the door but i think my dog wants to go out so i think it's time i think she's telling me fucking wrap up bitch she calls me bitch she's also a bitch to wrap up this podcast but of course i will talk about the dolphin thing and it, it really hurt and i hope that uh we can you know work i don't know what we can work towards but this is not a solution podcast this is just me sharing my thoughts but i'm gonna go before people will start walking in the room and like what are you doing talking into mic and all so i hope uh, you guys are safe and well and um yeah take life a little less seriously and chill out all right because it's not about your meal not being hot or your clothes being tight or nothing it just sometimes shit happens and i think that's a great way to live fuck it all all right till next time goodbye god bless take care of yourself cheers hey thank you so much for listening to this episode if you like what you heard please do check out the other episodes on youtube or wherever you get your podcast and i would much appreciate it if you could like the video share it with people who you think might enjoy it and of course do subscribe to the channel because it will help me and the podcast grow and reach more people just like you so thanks again appreciate it